welcome to What's Your Favorite Scary Movie, our conversation about horror films. This live chat is sponsored by Media Pollution. Media Pollution creates custom sculptures, video walls, and sets, as well as interactive environments made from nostalgic technology like TVs, boomboxes, speakers, and computers. Find them on Instagram at Media Pollution or email them directly at MediaPollutionTV at gmail.com. Media Pollution. Old technology meets new media. I'm Shani B. And I'm Bob Alex. Uh, today we're talking about House of Wax and Road Trip Horror Movies. Yes. So before we get into it, though, what else did you watch this week? So I, I've been all over the place. Um, so I started watching Only Murders in the Building, which I know we're going to jump into a bit later, but I mm-hmm. love it. It is so good. Have you watched any of it yet? I haven't, but I am so excited, very much looking forward to it, and so excited to be able to talk about it with you going forward, too, because it's it seems like it's going to be really good. Yeah, it's got a really good cast. The score for it is really good. It was written by Martin Short. Uh, so, Ooh. yeah, it's really good. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm at right now. I don't want to get too deep into it, because like I said, we are going to discuss it a little bit further down the line. But what about you? What have you seen this week? I have just been obsessed with watching Barb and Star go to Mar Vista. I know it's not in the horror genre, but I just love it so much. I, It's making me laugh so hard. It's giving me so much joy. And I can turn it on and totally phone out if I want and still laugh. Um, have you seen it yet? It's It's on Hulu. So if you haven't, you must. So I have not seen it. I definitely have been to. This is with Kristen Wiig, right? Yes, yes. It's uh, the new Kristen Wiig, Annie Mumolo movie. So Annie Mumolo was her co-writer on Bridesmaids and like they've been together, you know, improvising since like Groundlings and stuff. But this is just like next level <sighs> hilariousness. You got to see it. Yeah, I remember. I'm So yeah, I definitely need to see this one. I remember when it first came out, there was something with the rules for them, but they were not they they weren't eligible to qualify for like the Golden Globes or SAG Awards under the current rules. Uh, right. With this film, I'm trying to look into it, but that was my main takeaway from it because I heard that this was really awesome, mm-hmm. uh, and for some reason it just wasn't able to uh, submit itself for anything. No, it's very disappointing because it certainly deserves everything, and it would win everything in my book, but. I can't say it's like not silly. It's definitely like goofy, zany, and really far away from taking itself seriously. But okay. oh God, that's why I love it so much. I love oh, it okay, so, so, okay. so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Anything else you want to mention before we kind of touch on road trip horror movies? I No, I think I'm good with what I've been watching. I mean, honestly, I've been watching a lot of 90210 to be real with you yes. as well and yes. those kids go through so much and it's so weird because you know it's 10 seasons long and then part of it's in high school part of it's in college and part of it is like adult life and you know adult life after college is really like mm. 21 22 23 maybe 24 depending on your age like when you get out of school if you go straight mm-hmm. from high school through college so just mm-hmm. some of the shit they go through I'm like Jesus Christ they're only like 21 in this series when this I is mean, happening it- it is a soap opera at the end of the day. It just happened to oh, air at 100%. night. Oh, <laughs> 100%. Yeah, no, 100%. So 
my guilty pleasure this week has been also like I've been just you know streaming 90210 yes oh I love that that's a great that's a great thing to revisit and yeah. any guilty pleasure yeah. is fine by me because you know we all need one yes Yes. Okay, cool. So let's jump in and talk a little bit about road trip horror movies. Um, what are some of your favorites? So I, I mean, I like a lot of them. Uh, I like Jeepers Creepers. A lot. Well, it depends. So yes. I, I, I like, I do like Jeepers Creepers a lot. I like the, uh, the Hills Have Eyes. I do like Wrong Turn. I like the new Wrong Turn more than the old one. Funny enough. Did you ever see the new one? Have you seen the new I one haven't, yet? I haven't oh, watched it yet, so but I good. was hoping you'd, yes, I was hoping you'd talk about it a little bit more again, because I know you're a fan, and I know, you know, you love The Hills Have Eyes also, and so this is just such a great category, because it's like, you know, hard to define, because it's so specific, but it's kind of like, you know it when you see it, you know it, you know we're like, yeah, out in the world. <laughs> but I definitely, I'm a huge fan uh, of road trips, you know, I think, um, it's crazy because the, uh, a lot of them don't end up being on the road. The only one that I think we literally watch people, from what I've seen, that's on the road the entire time is um, Jeepers Creepers. The Hitcher also. The Hitcher, see, Jeeper. I haven't seen that one. No. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. I wish we had chosen it. We'll have to pick it next time we're doing road trip movies because it's like one of my favorites. I'm speaking about the remake. The original is really, really cool also. Um, but the remake is so good and it's starring Sophia Bush and it's just about a young couple road tripping somewhere when like this maniac dude they pick up then starts to follow them and murder people as he's pursuing them. It's really, really good. Uh, can you believe that like back in the 70s, I'm going to say this was like back in the 60s, really the 70s where hitchhiking was a thing, the cool thing to do. I'll just hitchhike back. It's fine. And people were like, gnarly. Yeah, cool, man. Like, We'll pick up a hitchhiker, take them where they need to go. And that was the thing. And like so many people went missing during that time. Yes, yes, exactly. It's like, I'm so glad we have let technology help us like do hitchhiking safely because it's true. People really do hitchhike. And I guess that's why I like love this uh, genre because it's like, you're so vulnerable when you're just out on the road and you like only have your car to protect you because your car, you know, is nowhere near as secure as a house. Right. And often you're in the middle of nowhere, sort of like with no one to help you because who even knows you're there? Yeah. I mean, it's also it's like liberating. Like I get how I don't know. Like I, I love a good road trip because it always starts fun. It's always a fun thing. Uh, and mm -hmm. then it always just ends up being such horseshit. What's what are some of your favorite uh, road trip horror movies? I'm with you. I love, love, love Jeepers Creepers. And yeah, I I agree. What makes these movies so great is that they start out like with so much freedom. It's like we're on the open road. We're, you know, doing whatever we want. We're wild and free. We're driving fast. And now we're just going to have a little bit of fun, except here starts the scary stuff. And I think one of my all-time favorites uh, after Jeepers Creepers is uh, 2001's Joyride. I have not seen this one either. And we've talked about this so many times. Can you just give me a little bit of a background on it? Absolutely. It is your standard road trip horror film where a group of friends, uh, two brothers and one of their girlfriends, Lele Sobieski. Of course. Um, <laughs> Paul Walker and Steve Zahn. They're, you know, on a road trip leaving college, I think headed home for like some semester break of some sort. 
and they have a CB radio in their car. And for fun, they decide to, to mess around with some truckers. Basically, it's prank phone calling, but on the CB. And, you know, they end up talking to Ted Levine, the guy who plays Buffalo Bill in uh, Silence of the Lambs. And he comes after them. <laughs> and it is <laughs> real scary. He it's pursues like, them and he's, he's got a big Mack truck and ooh-wee. It is a good one. If you if you get the chance, you got to see it. The second it's available somewhere, I will let you know. Yeah, let me know because I'm definitely. I feel like I'm just a sucker for anything in the 2000s, like early 2000s, anything around this time. Um, Absolutely. So I'm like, I feel like this is right up there where, like, Scream Two, Scream Three, although like yes. we were like in peak, like it was just a Dude. weird. It was like a. Uh, I'm trying to think of what kind of a time of horror we were in right now but it was definitely a unique time that we're not in right now in my opinion yeah it was sort of like the renaissance age of horror we were yes yes we were in the reboot phase where like every movie was getting remade and while that was kind of like a sad realization i guess for like film or whatever i think they were doing a really good job with it in the early 2000s you know like jeepers creepers wrong turn the hills have eyes texas chainsaw like they're, they're reboots, not wrong turn, but like, you know, uh, those two reboots in there, it feels like they're all new movies because they all kind of match that amazing aesthetic. Uh, so I, you know, a lot of them I didn't even know were reboots. Yeah. And I feel like right now we're in, I feel like we're getting to that point for reboots of the stuff. Yeah, we're we doing watch, it again. Which I'm for like, sure. I have so many, it makes me think about Scream, Scream 5, but Scream is what they're calling it um because i'm like don't I'm so excited me. i'm so <laughs> yeah. excited but I, I really i started to think that it's very meta like it's a movie within a movie or that yeah. the, that it's like none of the characters are really a part of it and we're really watching a new cast i mean honestly i don't know like the more the closer we get the less i know what i think is going to happen or feel is going to happen like i can't wait for a little bit more access some you know trailers and stuff to just try and figure it out but i'm with you where like i'm definitely starting to be like i think i think you guys are gonna try to fuck me you know i think you guys are yeah. gonna stiff me with a story that i may not like a la i know it's Which an unpopular is... opinion but uh, danny mcbride's halloween still not satisfying to this girl i <laughs> was really wait, danny mcbride's halloween which one was that one it's the new one, Halloween. No, okay. Uh, it, it, Not kills, I'm, right? I'm, I'm what very is the first excited. one? It's just Halloween, right? Was, like, he doesn't no, have a... No, it's, it's Halloween. So, next one's Halloween ends. This one's Halloween kills. The last one was, I think it was just Halloween. Right, right. I mean, while that's right. a super enjoyable movie... It's it's like not my fave, and it's certainly not my fave in a franchise that I love so much. So I feel like I'm just kind of preparing myself to go on that journey with Scream because I'm sure that like in the 80s when they were making Michael Myers like be in in like cults and stuff, I'm sure people were like out on him for a while. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I think the first trailer for it's going to come out, you know, around Halloween. So probably sometime next month we can expect that first trailer. We'll uh, definitely have to. We'll definitely have to do something to react to it together. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I hope it's none of this shit where it's like a teaser trailer either, where you just oh, show us the mask, or you just have like going to be that. saying hello. <laughs> yeah. Like God. Oh, I'm already annoyed. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, so, so, we just have to yeah. prepare ourselves. We both have to be prepared because we love it so much. But you know, it it's going to live on regardless. And the fact that they're still making it just means that like. 
maybe in 10 more years when I do another one, it'll be cool again. The way that I feel like Halloween is sort of having its renaissance now where like it came back several times, but this time it came back and everyone was like, whoa, it's really cool again. You know, hopefully we'll get there. No, but yeah, actually, yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? When you take those details to cult town, everybody panics. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, cool. So um, anything else you want to mention just sort of in terms of road trip movies before we slide on into House of Wax? Yes, I think that the road trip movies, you know, and maybe you can, maybe I want to hear your opinion on this real quick. I think road mm-hmm. trip movies are actually the most fucked up and gruesome of the horror genre. I don't know why that is, but have you noticed they're just super bloody. There's more, there's, I think yes. there's more gory. I don't know why that is. Yeah, I feel like it has to do with being more exposed, you know, it like they are, I totally agree, they're almost always more gruesome, because I think they can't do the same kinds of chases. So because they can't like go on a far chase, they just end up needing to go on a long gore chase where they're like basically torturing you. As we have noted in um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's not a lot of smart moves made when people are like running in the dark through the woods. You know, pretty easy to experience a gruesome injury in a setting like that. And so it's probably like a little bit of both. Yeah, that's kind of my last takeaway on road trip movies. I feel like they're just way more gruesome. For sure. I feel like also this time period, we were starting to like ramp up the gruesomeness of movies too. By like 2006, I feel like The Hills Have Eyes is like one of the most gruesome films I've ever seen. The reboot. The original is pretty fucked up too. But like the reboot is mixing, you know, CG and practical makeup and oh God, some of the assault scenes in that thing. Oh, that is right. hard to watch movie. <laughs> that shit is yeah. hard to watch. <laughs> um, okay, great. That will end our discussion on the road trip horror movies. And now we're going to break down the 2005 film House of Wax. But before we kind of dig into the film proper, we have to talk about these actors because they're all so perfectly early 2000s also. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Right, right. Who's your favorite in this cast? Like, who were you? I mean, aside from Paris Hilton, who we oh, both know like is the queen. Yeah. But yeah, who's like your second fave in this cast that you were like a fan of in the early 2000s? So with all of the this cast, I want to say the main character was Alicia Cuthbert. Cuthbert? I think her name is Elisha Cuthbert, but like, I don't know because I can't remember the last time I heard someone say it out loud. I've just seen it in print a million times. So I'm so sorry if she's listening because of course she's a huge fan of ours. So I'm sure she's listening and rightly offended by us, but she is the best. I was obsessed with her at the time. Did you see The Girl Next Door with her in the early 2000s? Uh, well, that's the thing. So with her, I recognize her name, and I'm definitely always excited when I see her name, but I cannot remember, other than this movie, what else I've seen her in. I've probably seen her in a lot oh. of stuff, too. Yes. Well, do yourself a favor if you're ever wondering, you know, the plight of a young straight man in high school, because, of course, you don't have that experience. Peep it. Um... <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh wait, is she like, yeah, I, th- I think I know what movie you're talking about. Yes, yes. She sort of plays like a, a porn star with a heart of gold, and it's just yeah. the best. <laughs> it's I'm the looking best. at the, the uh, poster for it right now. Yeah, so I remember her from that. 
I didn't see the movie, but I remember this poster. But yeah, I mean, from this, honestly, I think I was really drawn to Paris Hilton being in it. Obviously, I'm a big fan of like Chad Michael Murray. Uh, John Abrams was like in scary movie around this time too. So it was definitely like a lot of people I liked a lot. This cast is super classic, you know, 2000s for this movie. So if it's perfect. Pedlecki, Jared Pedlecki of like New York Minute fame and fucking like, what else Isn't is he in? Uh, Supernatural, that Supernatural. CW show. Yeah, yeah. And the Gilmore Girls. I think he was also on the Gilmore Girls. So he's just like a total early 2000s little darling. And he is barely in this movie also. You know, it's funny. I, yeah, I forgot he, you know, passes away in the movie. Yeah, because you like kind of forget he's there because I feel like when, as the farther this movie gets in the past for me, the more I mostly remember Paris Hilton, then Elisha Cuthbert, and then just Chad Michael Murray. I like really forget about everyone else. And then I get like pleasantly surprised when I'm like, yes, all of these faces I recognize from the past and all of these people who today are doing so many other things. This is crazy. Well, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and also like I... Like, I knew who survived it, so I was like, oh, wow, everyone else in this dies. And I don't yeah. remember everyone else dying in it. It's yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, her scene is the best. Do you want to do you wanna dig into the scenes and maybe give a little synopsis so we can get into it? Because she, even though she's not, like, the quote-unquote star because the story is about the twins, she's totally, she steals the, the scene. Oh, what Right, like, this is totally her movie. Yeah, so everyone uh, who's listening in, if you haven't seen it, House of Wax is about a group of friends on a road trip headed to a sports game when they find themselves trapped in a town of wax. So let's talk about the movie. Are you a fan? Yes, I have owned this movie since the moment it came out on DVD. I have revisited it many times over the past like 20 years or almost how long it's been out, however long. Um, and I just get so, so excited um, every time I revisit it because I get all reminded of the tropes of the early 2000s. Um, you know, the shaky close up filming, like the, you know, sex tape culture vibe of like them filming themselves on the camping trip. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because I was watching it yesterday and I was telling my husband, I was like, oh my God, are you catching these references to like Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton's like sex tape like she's kind of like yes. you know making fun of it a little bit um, yep yeah she's I trying love, yeah. to which I'm like go you girl yes yes well I mean I feel like she really truly was like a queen at that time just in terms of like literally being everywhere totally overexposed but like it was clear that like or I guess in retrospect, it's clear that she wasn't really treated very respectfully, right? Because Oh like, my God, no. Yeah. It also made me, as happy as I was to see her again and to just like love her again, I was also sort of like, oh man, it's like a bummer that people kind of treated her like, I don't know, like that she didn't, she wasn't smart or she didn't matter. Like she was just sort of like hot. And I know that was her amazing trademark phrase, but like she's so much better than that. Well, it's like all those girls during that time, her, you know, Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, like all of them are kind of like uh, treated pretty badly. Like you see, I don't know if you saw recently, like, I mean, super off topic, the Letterman, uh, Letterman, is it Letterman show? Mm, I, I haven't seen it. He was interviewing Lindsay Lohan at the time and just making jokes out of her 
um, rehab. And it was like, oh, you know, dude, you were so not professional. And she kept she kept her posure, like, composure. She was pretty awesome about keeping it professional, answering mm. really professionally. But you could tell she was getting really annoyed because he was kind of making fun at her DUIs and stuff. And it's like, clearly, you know, this girl's going through something. She's about yeah. to go to rehab. Like, you're making a joke of it. But I feel like all of these women were kind of treated like that during that yes. time. And it was just, it was during that reality TV show time. Yeah, I feel like this this movie is a good time capsule in so many ways because it taps on culture, but then it also has these, like, players of the early 2000s because we tapped him briefly before, but, like, you know, Chad Michael Murray's here and CMM just turned 40. And it's just kind of insane to think that, like, that kid was everywhere in the early 2000s. He was, like, the hottest guy or whatever. And rewatching this movie, he's the most annoying, angsty, like, bad boy of all time. He's so annoying how, like, he is. Like, do, <laughs> do you hate his character or is it just me? Uh, I'm indifferent. I was, it was honestly, the whole thing was super nostalgic for me. So I was like, oh, like, I really had not seen this in such a long time. I forgot, A, how gruesome it is. Yes. B, how just, I mean, I think it's, I liked it. It's unique for, for what we mm-hmm. see out there. There aren't a lot, uh, there isn't anything out there like House of Wax. I mean, obviously there's still the same old, you know, people camp. There's a murder, they get murdered. But I liked the whole, like, wrapped around waxing so I was just pretty much like oh yeah I forgot how much I like this movie for sure I mean this movie is a different kind of remake than a lot of the ones we've talked about and a lot of the ones that get made you know like this basically is just taking a concept that came from the original film because it's nothing like this and uh, kind of put on top of it the road trip movie like we're talking about and you know maybe that's where the gruesome nature kind of crossed it because uh, you're right, you know, like, I love being reminded of how the kills work, you know, starting with our favorite little Robert Ricard getting, you know, two scissors in the, um, two scissors in the, or, or a knife in the neck when he's just trying to hook up with Paris. It's uh... like the worst to me. I hate that because of how disgustingly real it looks like that one fucks me up the worst. That one, I wish we had seen it, but yeah, the Achilles Hill like cut really fucked me up or like uh the main what's her name her finger getting cut off really carly's finger getting cut off really was just a lot for me to watch and her her, yeah thinking about it because you know he glues her lips together and then with that finger that is no longer present because it's been clipped right off she peels her mouth open so there's just fucking blood everywhere it's it is the kind of gruesome that we don't see as much anymore. That is a good point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I also love the, like, wax setup and how, like, elaborate it is. It, like, reminds me a little bit of Hellraiser because of all the needles. And I do love when Pedlecky is, you know, full-on wax figure but still alive underneath and gets, like, that amazing slice on his face. It's so gross. Uh, it's so gross. Well, it's so funny because it's like right away when they first get in, when um, Carly and what was the guy's name? Um, I want to say it was like Wade, Wade, Wade. When they're you know walking through Ambrose, the small yes. town where they're trying to get uh, what was it a fan belt? Um, yes, I was the like, car. oh yeah. I immediately, sorry for spoilers, guys. Realized like, oh yeah, there's no one actually living in this town, so we don't realize that at first. Like they, they, yes. I mean, they even run it. They walk into the church and they, you immediately think, oh my god, fuck, they're walking into a funeral. 
And then I was like, oh, yeah, you don't realize that none of these people are fucking real. Nope, nope. I mean, they do such a good job of just making it feel so real. And that's part of what's so scary. And that's, again, like inventiveness. That's an original idea. Because I think like putting the people inside, that's where they got, that's what they got from House of Wax. You know what I mean? Here being like, oh, we could like really trick you into thinking an entire town, uh, you know, is real, is is such a great trick. And I love how good the priest looks, right? He looks so real. I swear he was real when we saw the funeral scene, but he does look really real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably he's probably uh, like a real guy, and they're just doing this to us to to trick us. But I do love how good all the wax figures kind of look throughout the entire thing. The museum is really cool, and the movie theater playing Baby Jane. Yes, yes. I uh, love all the bugs in the heads when they get when they get shot. I was telling uh, Josh yesterday at the very end, you know, when the house of wax is actually melting, I was like, can you imagine trying to get out of, like, if this were really happening, like, get out of that, you're, you're going, you're, like, covered in, in hot wax. Oh, I can't imagine it. I feel like that's another reason why this movie is randomly really, really scary, because it's gruesome in terms of the blood, but then you have to consider this, like, scalding hot wax that is also happening. And I feel like that's the really unsettling part. You know, you can see it just so totally like consuming and like they're just dripping into it in the end. I, I love how stuck they are when they're like trying to climb out. It's so it's so cool. I remember seeing on the um, special features that it's sort of a combination of candle wax and peanut butter. And oh, really? I, love, uh, I would yeah. have so fucking grossed out. Good to know. Dude, uh, I love seriously? peanut butter. That. Just can you imagine like trying to act and get out? Ugh, I bet it smelled so fucking bad in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when they like show like that later scene in the movie after his uh, buddy's head. You remember um, when his friend like falls down the stairs and then he like crosses the knives to cut off um, his head. Dalton. Yeah. Dalton's head yeah. At, the, at the end with like Chad Michael Murray sees him in the wax uh, setup and he's like, oh man, I'm trying to get you out of there, man. And then he like breaks his head off. It's so gross it's so it's fucking so creepy gross um really I gross seen the, the wax uh parrots but i guess there was we we're already coming down to the end at that point yes yes yeah we're i know we're like running behind but last but not least we do have to talk about paris's amazing chase because it is the best of the movie you know like it's legit suspenseful we don't know where the killer is like it's kind of the only one that feels like a normal chase the rest feel a little bit put on Hers is really good. So yeah, that's what I like. I go to bat for her in this movie all the time because, you know, there's a lot of times where you see, uh, you know, celebrities being, or I guess reality stars put into these movies and they can't really act. But I was like, oh, she's really good. Like she's, I mean, it it wasn't like the most intense part, but it was natural to me. I was like, it doesn't look like it's fake at all or that she's like trying. It, it It sounds believable. Also like, her crying like that like that shit's not easy you know like to do and make it look real yeah exactly it's like she let herself experience the fear of a scary movie rather than trying to like I don't know put something on and I feel like that's that's the best way to do it that's how you have a good time 
and you know she what could be expected of her other than for her to just hang out and get killed that's what everybody wanted anyway so i think yeah, she nailed it she was like whatever yeah yeah and she yes. was so good i thought i thought she, I, I wish she'd do a little more acting but i liked this one this was fun for sure for sure i feel like this is my favorite of hers because i saw one other scary movie she was like in and it was called nine lives it was like a while oh ago how out. is that no i it, it comes up on no. Hulu it's right no. now. Really? Is she bad? It's a in it? no for me. You know how the difference between sort of like that TV movie vibe where somebody's not really being framed for their benefit or they just like don't look good because the filmmaking's not great? Yes. It's that it's that vibe. Oh, okay, like, okay. House of Wax is, is good because it's a studio movie and it would cost like fifty million dollars. So it looks amazing and she looks amazing in it. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, cool. Well, we got to wrap this thing up. If you were in this situation, what kind of plan would you maybe try? Because these guys are not very smart. Yeah, so first thing I would do is, uh, the red flag for me was, and maybe, you know, you don't, the problem with these things, and I think we've come back to this a lot of times, is you don't realize you're in a horror movie until (laughs) until it's too late. So things like, let's just park off to the side of the street, off to the side of the road, and camp here tonight is a huge red flag. Um, But honestly, I think I would... um, I don't, there were no telltale signs in this, you know, they kind of really like walked right into it. They really did. I mean, that one part where Jared Bedlecki's just like exploring the house of this stranger rather than getting the fuck out of there with the fan belt, you know, like actually a lot of moves that get made that I would not do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and you know what, the first night there, the truck came up and then just had the lights on them. I would be like, no, we're not going to go back to the exact same spot in fact we're well, gonna stay I, in a hotel room like we're not exactly gonna, right? i'd be like oh we have to pack our stuff and like move somewhere else like i would not be like oh that's cool now that someone knows where we're staying we should just stay here absolutely Again. not absolutely yeah. not so i think that's <laughs> and, what see i feel like if we were together in this we would be fine we'd be like no we, we're not gonna do that we're gonna go find somewhere where there's a, a lot of lights and mm-hmm. there's like it's a hotel or a motel because i even get sketched out at motels sometimes still so true. yeah i've it's come true. to the point now where i'm like i won't do a hotel or a motel unless you have to go into the lobby and the doors are facing inward same you know what i mean like same. if you go into the building like who same i, I don't want yeah. a personal front door ever no way yes exactly exactly yeah because we, we didn't quite talk motel horror but uh that one kate beckinsale movie vacancy Ever since I saw that fucking movie, like, it's a non-starter. I will never stay in a hotel with its own front door if I can avoid it. Yeah, it's, like, scary. So well, it's scary. not even scary, so but scary. the older I get, I'm just, like, the world is really fucked up, so I'm not going to, like, give them the upper hand. That's exactly it, right? It's, like, you don't know who anyone is, so just be careful. I feel like these guys were a little too silly, and they did not kill this dude when they had the chance. Because when he is, like, in the kitchen trying to pull the arrow out of him, it's a done deal. Like, I'm taking a knife right to this guy's back of his neck, and I'm severing that spine, and my brother and I are getting the fuck so out of there. So I got it, severing like, that spine. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't understand why it takes so long for people to, like, become, I guess, like, to turn it on or to, like, really fight for their lives. But I guess, like, in a horror movie, we kind of have to wait for that, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, maybe they're just in such, I mean, maybe I would be in such shock 
Like I That's cannot true. believe all my friends are dead. I'm, uh, you know, but I mean, even then at that point, it's like, well, it's me or him. So, but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I yes. agree with you. I hope if we're in the situation, we're with each other so that we can really get it done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that said, all right, we are nearing the end here. I cannot believe this movie came out 16 years ago. Like what the hell? Um, right? so what are your thoughts on another remake or a reboot? I mean, forever this one is in my heart. Um, but like, I'm open. I guess I could be open. What about you? I'm open to it. I'm open to it, especially because you made the reference about how the original of this is nothing like this one. So I mm-hmm. definitely want to watch that one and kind of see. Because it would be nice. I always love when a, when a third or, or when a second remake or reboot, it's kind of a combination of the first two. I think that's Same. always so cool. So maybe mm-hmm. something like that, but I'm I'm for sure open to it. Same. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, cool. Any final comments on, you know, House of Wax or Road Trip movies before we wrap it up? I love them. I loved House of Wax. And once again, Road Trip movies are the most fucked up kind of movie. And like you said, I think it's because you have to get really creative with the kills and the spookiness yep. and scariness of it. So I think that's where that comes from. Yes, absolutely. And all I can say is I really hope that this conversation has helped, you know, anyone on the fence about watching House of Wax to just take the leap and do it because this is the best. (laughs) Exactly. So that does it for this episode of What's Your Favorite Scary Movie? Thank you for listening in and talking with us about House of Wax and the best road trip horror movies. Thank you again, Media Pollution. Thank you so much. Um, And we'll be back for an all-new season of Stream Queens on Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be reacting and responding to the new Hulu original series, Only Murders in the Building. Yes, which I'm so, so excited for. And uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date with all of our content. I'm at Shani B Movies, and he's at RobAlex86. And if you like action movies, you can catch me talking Backdraft in honor of its 30-year anniversary on Movie Buffs, Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Stereo. And please tune in next week. We'll be talking about Insidious to prepare for the upcoming James Wan film. Live on What's Your Favorite Scary Movie here on Stereo and available to stream on all podcasting platforms. Thank you the most, Robert. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I will see you next time. All right. Love you, Shani B. Talk soon.